something wacky, something funny, something that somebody said earlier in the week. That's what I usually play at this part. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. Hey everybody, welcome to the year-end spectacular. Just kidding, it's not actually that spectacular. It's just me grabbing a whole bunch of clips and throwing them at you guys in random order. Yeah, sorry, it's that kind of show for this time of year. Uh, Christmas snuck up on me really fucking bad this year, and we usually record on Sundays, and that's when New Year's, well, New Year's happens on Saturdays, but not quite Sunday, but you know. All of the holidays seem to fall on the days that I do recording, and it's really hard to get people to show up to do the show. Not because they're flakes or anything like that. All the guys who do the show, I fucking love them all to death. But the thing is, like when parties happen on a Friday, parties happen on a Saturday, it's kind of hard to line people up for recording for three and a half hours. And so, unfortunately, you guys get a clip show this week. And that's not to say that I didn't want to, I didn't have stuff planned. I didn't have things ready to record to to do stuff in a somewhat normal manner for you guys this week. Problem is, like I said, Christmas happened. And yes, I'm an atheist that celebrates Christmas. Get get the fuck over it. I celebrate Christmas as the, you know, the the festival where we all trade presents and we believe a jolly fat man comes into our houses and spreads Christmas magic and all that fun stuff. Has nothing to do with Jesus, has nothing to do with God, none of that stuff. But with me having three little kids, I have to make it a little bit entertaining for them. So that involves a lot of shit happening pre-Christmas day. So uh, Saturday night got totally busy. Friday night got totally busy. So yeah, I, I didn't have time to do anything except for family stuff, which happens. And I want to thank every one of you guys out there for letting us get away with this kind of a sneaky way of not doing a show for you guys this week but still bringing you a show so i'm sorry but we will be coming back next week with a brand new episode i might be pushing out a patron episode later on this weekend i haven't figured it out yet anyway thanks to everybody who supports us via patreon i'd go through the name of list of names but it's almost one o'clock in the morning when i'm recording this on the night where i'm supposed to be releasing this episode So what I'm going to do is I'm going to line up the first clip for you guys, and then I'll be right back as soon as it's all over. Uh, So the story is three fascinating things every Mormon should know about Kolob. (laughs) And I can understand. What's the weather like on Kolob? I know, right? And and I'm wondering how many people know this. Okay. For those that are not in the know here, uh, that might not know much about the Mormon church or anything like that, they believe that the God... The God who created all life on this planet and, you Mm -hmm. know, birthed all of the spiritual children that are constantly beaming down to this planet to be born into real Mm -hmm. life and to eventually join Godhood Mm -hmm. by his side. He lives on a planet nearest the star Kolob, I believe, right? Or is it the planet Kolob? Yes. Yes. There is a definite reason that Neil deGrasse Tyson specifically said that Mormons have no place making fun of Scientologists. (laughs) Because it's okay. It's wait. fucking weird. We'll really get into it. Uh, okay, God living on the planet nearest this star. Yeah, it gets better. Go on, X. Mm-hmm. So it they actually have a, they have a hymn about this shit. And they sing <laughs> it. 
They've named canyons and mountains and wards and states uh -huh. after it. This is all key terms uh -huh. here. Let's just say parishes, uh, churches, you know, you know, specific like hierarchies of things. But we mm -hmm. really know what Kolob is and what it's like. Generally defined as the place nearest where God dwells, most of us know about this briefly mentioned governing star coming from heavenly astronomy lesson found in the Book of Abraham. Also known as my dick. <laughs> also known as yeah. also known as Joseph Smith pulling it so fucking hard out of his ass. You know, this is this is mm -hmm. the book that he got a papyrus that mm -hmm. is actually like the Book of the Dead in Egypt. Right. That yeah, he, no, it's just, it was just a regular funerary scroll. scroll. It wasn't even like yeah. a fancy one. It was just like, yeah. yep, every, this was a dude. Every single Egyptologist, and even the ones within the Mormon church are like, no, this is not what this is. There's no way that he would have... None of this makes sense. This is not how this works. This is not how any of this works. So anyway. Yeah, they write it off by saying, we just don't understand it yet. Mm spiritual meaning and then let's not talk about yeah. kinderhook plates and all that other fun stuff so yeah number one in this list of three things that you they feel like you should know about is that kolob is the star that governs all the others that's the crazy shit that's right there. fucking batty <laughs> that does not make sense no it doesn't it doesn't not even a little bit when Abraham nope, sees in a vision through the Urim and the Thummim, you know, supposedly mm -hmm. the breastplate and goggles that Joseph Smith used to 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 read the Book of Mormon, <laughs> which which we now know after doing this for fifty episodes, is a complete fucking fabrication because he used a piece of like petrified wood that's been polished, I believe, or some sort yeah, of agate. Like I don't yeah, know. It's like it's, I don't know. It was a pretty rock, I guess. It I mean, it's kind of yeah, it's a pretty neat rock. Picture. Sure. I mean, it made it so he could swindle a lot of fucking people, but... <laughs> yeah, he did. But the oh. part that kills me in the article was when they're, when yeah. they're like, it's not even the greatest nor the brightest. Like, it's not even the biggest star in the universe, but it governs all the others. And I was and, like, that's not how gravity works. Nope. And, that's not how it works. Planets not are, at all. Planets innately aren't bright, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> star. Yeah, Kolob is the star. Oh, Kolob okay. Star. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I forgot about that. I keep, yeah. I keep forgetting. It's just a regular they know star, though. It's not even right. like a great big star, and it doesn't outweigh. Like it doesn't have more of the mass than say mm -hmm. a Salt. black hole. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, and, and it, it governs everything. Right. Ooh, my favorite part of the article was where they limit their own god's power because they're like. Because in this universe, or at least this galaxy, I'm like, what is there another god in another galaxy? <laughs> like, this probably god didn't create like just another galaxy where like their own shit's going on over there. I, I'm and catching, <laughs> I'm catching serious Super Mario Brothers vibes here, where you show up at Kolob and it's like, I'm sorry, but your god is in another galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go to the next world, and do that shit, avoid all the jumping no! fish and the squids and shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> You, you get there like, no, 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 I'm not the God. I'm just a God. I'm yeah. sorry, you didn't, you didn't realize you were polytheist? <laughs> so, yeah, like, like, my whole thing is, like, at least in this galaxy, I'm like, so why the fuck did, again, official publication, why the fuck did they just live in their God that way? And if your God just did this galaxy, and there's way more than this galaxy in the universe, there's so much more in this universe than this galaxy. Why are we worshiping this god then, apparently, <laughs> and not the other one that did the other things? And the funniest thing about you, this whole thing you, is that you we, worship your local god. 
<laughs> and the message goes up. The ship rolls uphill. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 hierarchical. Well, that would know? explain why prayers aren't answered and everything because it's like a bureaucracy. You're not doing the right forms. Right. They're not using the right departments. And... Manager, you're calling like right. No, the call yeah, center in Thailand slash Kolob. <laughs> they and and that guy doesn't like is broken English and really can only to like a script. Well, and in this stupid book that they, that he made, you know, with the fucking Joseph Smith, he said that Kolob's <laughs> signified the first creation nearest to the celestial or residence of the god. Signified? So, then so, <laughs> he got this from a papyrus that, you know, he just like looked at it like, oh, this will fit my needs well. Let's go rape some more kids. Yay. Uh, so True. Accurate. So, gross. So, we also learned that not only Kolob is closest to God, but it was also his first creation. I, I don't... Okay, first, from from every religion, that's not how shit worked. And two, no. if that was the first plant or first star put into creation, it has burnt out a long fucking time ago. <laughs> and if it was so say we all. And all this it, has happened before and will happen again. If it, was his, <laughs> if it was his first star that he created, or, you know, the first of his creations... It didn't last long at all because all it was was a fucking hydrogen star <laughs> and, and it created helium and then it exploded after it ran through all that fuel. There were no, no, no other heavier no, elements. No. Are you, trying to, are you trying to tell me God's dead? God's not. God's, if, he was God's anywhere, if he was anywhere near that giant <laughs> fucking <laughs> helium bomb that went off, you know, he's not around anymore. But Probably. but no, he oh, came here so and he seeded all the life on this planet. He made the spiritual children. And you're wrong. You're Ugh. wrong. You're wrong because Earth used to be like right next to Cola, but like the ground used. Oh to be- yeah, then they like and, totally like, kicked that out the, of the like, neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move. We're gonna move on to the. And they were like bubbly together. Fuck! And then, fuck! And then- fuck! Fuck! <laughs> God is from Magrathia. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eve ate. <laughs> His real name is Slardo Bartfest. <laughs> Now, I would believe more of Zaphod Bibblebrox than anything, but you know, uh, it could be the Hummagavulo Huma guy, or whatever his name is. They voided my god. So, like a good, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like the yeah, mm-hmm. and like God gently caressed them as they were next to each other, and then Eve ate the wrong fruit. Oh, this metaphor is getting better. And <laughs> she bit she, the wrong she, dick. Ate, she talked to the wrong snake. Oh. <laughs> And then this one just kind of dropped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one was Earth. And so, Earth descended. Right. And so that, Earth is, that, the, left, Earth Earth is that, the left testicle? That was the fall. That was the fall <laughs> of man. <laughs> so Earth, Earth hit puberty. Bad. That's what happened. Earth is the, Earth is the left ball. Earth is the le- left, left puberty ball. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now uh, okay. it keeps getting sad by God's sweaty yeah. ass, and it's just perennium. Uh, damn it! I knew I knew Earth was the crappy ball. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so, the whole thing. Eve talks the wrong snake, and now it's like just completely fucked up God's balls. So Kolob's calculation of time is different than Earth's. Of course, of course, it it of course it does. It has a different oh, rotation. This, this explanation is amazing because it makes no sense. <laughs> okay, so in the, the the hymn itself, it says, if you could hide to Kolob in the twinkling of an eye, we've sung about it in sacrament meetings, but have you ever stopped to think about what you're singing? 
high is no longer a commonly word used. Yeah, because it's old as shit. <laughs> that's like learning, <laughs> that's like learning the word gruntled means that you're content and happy. You know? <laughs> like nobody's gonna say I, gruntled. I'm very gruntled today. <laughs> but it means to go quickly. So in part, because time works differently on Kolob than it does on Earth. It is possible that one day we will travel across the vastness of space in the twinkling of an eye. That's not how time works. I know. Let me. That's let me, not how time works. Let me just get my find the nearest pistol and just okay. You ready to go to Kolob? <laughs> You'll be there real quick. <laughs> look, look, this is my favorite part, or one of my like. I love this part because I was like, this is where I stopped. This is where I couldn't go anymore, um, because. Because it's stupid. It was like, time works differently. A th- one day is a thousand there. And I'm like, then it would still, you still age at the same rate, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a thousand there. You're not going to live longer there in this body. <laughs> that's not, not how like- that's not how this fucking works. Have you watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> they still age several years over the course of one se- cycle of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> same concept, motherfuckers. It's not okay. not like not like interstellar asshole. No. Yeah, no. where, where they're not where like, oh, every every day on this planet is five on Earth. It's yeah, it's not it's that's well that's because they're traveling at near light speed. That's different. But if you are at your relative location, yeah. you are still going to you're still experiencing time on your own personal timeline. Mm-hmm. And, and so you are still going to, you're going to be like, holy shit, I can't fucking sleep because this day won't fucking end. <laughs> <laughs> I have aged several years in a single fucking day. <laughs> the sun won't go down, you guys. <laughs> and they bring Why is everyone moving so slowly? That's how that would work. Because relative to your body, it's still going to age at the same rate. Oh, fuck. Assuming that Kolob has the same, like... Yeah. Oh, think about it. It'd be so cool. You go to Kolob, and all of a sudden, you're the Flash. (laughs) You're moving, moving, like... I get the speed speed. force? Yes. You get the speed force. When you die, you get the speed force. Let's put it this way. As a DC DC fan, I believe in the speed force more than I do religion. (laughs) Kyle, though, if everyone has the speed force... And everything is relative, then wouldn't everyone be appearing to move at the exact same rate like they do now? And then nobody would appear to be moving fast because no, it's all. No, you're talking uniformity no, of time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Rel- no relative because... to the observer. <laughs> no, the, yeah. the, the speed <laughs> force on Kolob work, works a lot slower. So our speed force is like five times as fast as theirs. Uh, uh, well, just okay, wait till you hear but... this little bit because. It, it, they try to explain a lot of this shit in stupid <laughs> apologetics, <laughs> and there, there's um okay. I so, love relativity. Just relativity just debunks everything yeah, about just, that. They, this is all yeah. stupid because he said when the Earth was framed and brought into existence as and man was placed upon it, it was near the throne of our Father in heaven. And when man fell, Earth fell into space. You know, because it was somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you my metaphor stands the it was, fuck it up. was within it was within the body of god and then it descended <laughs> earth dropped and took up its god abode came. in the planetary system and the sun god became came, our light came, but eve was talking to the wrong snake now i'm gonna go <laughs> super i'm gonna go super nerdy here like i'm a big fan of coheed and cambria i've got a big fucking keyword tattoo on my shoulder here and 
I believe that's more tenable than this fucking situation. <laughs> well, yeah. That's more understandable know, that's... where you have seven suns nearby each other and you have a planetary system of 78... Uh, whatever, fuck it, I'm not going to be How offended would Mormons be yeah. by that metaphor that I just did? Um, Quite. Well, first they would have to understand it. And then oh. they wouldn't say anything <laughs> about it. They would never say anything no. that they were offended. They, no, they, would just, they would just go to Facebook. Mm. They would just be very offended. <laughs> and then I'm so would try to pass some law that I'd seen too much porn in or something. Yes, and probably. And the last, last stupid little point before we move on to our next story is Kolob okay. is the source of light for other creations. No, no that's, not, that's not how suns work. Just disbursement. And again, relativity. Just disbursement of light over space is going to mean that it cannot be the light for all other creation. It can't do it. Divine energy, power, or influence. Oh, no, they did not just throw the energy word out there. Yeah, they threw energy. No, of course they did. They throw shit around all the time. Yeah, this was another This is this was another episode of me being kicked out of Sunday school as a kid. <laughs> The second, the second they brought up Kolob, oh, it's a star. Which one? Uh, it's a star. Where? Like, no, can, we, can, can, we, can we go outside at night and can you point and say which which one? Is it? I want to know which one it is. Can what, we? Can we see it? Can we get it from the observable universe that we know of? I mean, can you tell? Can you tell <laughs> us that? I mean, I mean, we can't see it all, but we, yeah, huh? no. The, the the bullshit answer I got was we don't know which one. And now all I can hear is all one the watchtower playing in my head. <laughs> there has to be some some way out of here. Said are going to really enjoy those jokes. Said the, the Joker, Joker to, to the thief. thief. <laughs> <laughs> that was just too much. I, I keep trying to get my wife to watch that show. I want her to watch I it so she would love it. it because God damn it, that was a good show. <laughs> it was a good show. I still love it. I need to start yeah. over again. Y'all. Go watch a uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, which makes even more sense because it was originally written by a Mormon. So. <laughs> Cobol, not Kolob. They're kind of Cobol, yeah. Cobol, yeah. Cobol. Not Cobol. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk anymore about this stuff. We no. have it up on our Facebook page. Go read the whole thing if you want to. It it's just wacky. It is so fucking right. wacky. I just just, uh, just forewarn anybody: if you actually ask a Mormon about this, they will not know. And they or, probably yeah. will not talk to you about it. No, they, they talk don't talk about it. This is sacred stuff or, that's available publicly on the internet. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not sacred. It's not secret. It's sacred. <laughs> I love that when you yeah. bring up when you bring up the temple right. stuff. And I like right. that when you bring up God's wife. And oh I yeah, yeah, the heavenly mother. You know, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, they're like mm -hmm. She's sacred. We don't talk about her. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not. Works. No, if you love your mom, you kind of talk about her. Right? <laughs> well, we I know she's got an asshole of a husband that says, no, you're getting all the limelight, bitch. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. So the next one I got for you guys this episode is uh, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. I mean, really, there's not much else I could say about this. The lady is a fucking wackadoodle. And this is the one where she's she goes off like Yosemite Sam. You guys might have, might have forgotten about that clip, but I still find it fucking hilarious. Here we go. God, why? 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 Well, let's get the worst out of the way first. Let's let's get let's go from worst to oh, okay. Can't say Wait, worst you first, never but. you never start with the worst. No, because we we, we know you. We know you. We know oh, me all too well. 
So here we go. Sarah Palin. I'm not sure where she's speaking, but, you know, she's very, very angry at them darkies. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but, you know, we know what she's reading into here. What we don't have time for is all that petty, punk ass little thuggery stuff that's been going on with these quote unquote protesters. No, I don't think you can <laughs> you you can't quote unquote protesters there because they yeah, are can. protesters. Yes, they they are in fact protest. I don't think she understands what quote unquote means. No, I I would just assume that honestly, I would just. Assume but I'm I mean, things. well, I would I would assume she's using she's using that particular phrase to discredit the protesters. Right, but that's not They're what quote unquote protesters. Means. I mean, she's not even doing the Doctor Evil funny quotes, you know. She wouldn't punk. Oh, 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 yeah. No, she doesn't understand punk ass thuggery stuff. Thuggery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? They didn't call Utah's protesters because they weren't mostly minorities. Yeah, mm -hmm. thugs. Yeah, Ugh. they didn't. Mm -hmm. No, nope, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, yes. they probably had a problem with it because I bet you most of them were Mexicans. But they, yeah, no, no, good, <laughs> good, good job doing your best to discredit. Oh, th this is her at a Trump rally, by the way. So let's. Of course, oh, it is. we yeah, know what she is. is. Yeah, we know yes. what she is. She's a shill. She's still not the most. Who are doing nothing but wasting your time and trying to take away your First Amendment rights, your rights uh, to assemble peacefully, and the media being on the thug side? What the heck are you guys thinking, media? What are you oh. thinking, media? What does she what? think they're doing? What does she think they're exercising their First Amendment rights? Yeah, just like are. you're there to exercise yes, your First are. Amendment rights. They're they not trying to take away your First Amendment rights if or they, anybody's if, First if Amendment rights. They are rights. breaking the law, the cops <laughs> will deal with them. What they are doing is they are all standing up in one place at one time saying, We do not agree with what you are saying, and we very much disagree with it, and you are harming. Hey, guess what, Sarah? You are you are harming the country. You are harming the general good of the world. It's not illegal to say no in this country. <laughs> it's not. It's not against well, the law for us to go. Well, no, 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 Trump, no, stop it! No, you have bad no, Trump, stop that, it! No. Totally legal. I just, I just, nobody's, I just, nobody's threatening any. Just by people standing mm -hmm. outside. Mm -hmm. And in fact, somebody even and and uh, I discussed this on the left show today with JM Bell. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! You've had uh, somebody a busy even day. going in there is not technically correct. Go going in and causing a ruckus in mm -hmm. a venue that the campaign paid for mm -hmm. to say their thing is technically not correct. I, I think the best yeah. protest no, you no, could do at a Trump of, event would be to uncool. sit there. Would be to yeah, sit there quietly and not do anything. Well, that would be that seventeen-year-old girl that was shoved around, and many yeah. other peaceful protesters in those. Now that is not abusing the space that they paid for that's yeah. not if if trump's rallies were entirely people going in and not reacting as silent protesters how glorious would that be that would be amazing <laughs> um that would be uh, yeah actually that would probably be the most brilliant protest ever yep um but that would not be violating because they were not disturbing they mm -hmm. would not be disturbing the they're not disturbing or interrupting. Yeah. yeah, they're not causing problems. They're right. not messing up stuff. Right. Now, now the, the protesters in Chicago who went in 
and actively shut down Donald Trump's mm -hmm. speech and, and rally mm -hmm. and stuff. They are technically correct in that he's a racist and their message is technically correct. Yeah. But but that is violating the spirit of free speech, even if it's not mm -hmm. violating their right to free speech, because only the government is your your right to free speech is only protecting you from the government. Right. Now, now they so they they that was a bad thing. That was a wrong thing they did. I don't want to say bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was a wrong thing they did in, yes. the, in that situation. If we actually look at it at objectively, right. the, the rest of the protesters in like every other instance. Nope. <laughs> Nope. No. Yeah. Right. No. No. Incorrect. And it's just funny Not how Sarah down free speech because only the government it, you're only protected from the government and mm -hmm. not ruining your your fucking kkk rally that you have there trump right. and the rest of them shouting against you outside are not taking away your right to free speech at all in any way mm -hmm. shape or form they are responding with their right to free speech. Now right. the uh, the uh, dogma debate with David Smalley this week, this last week, had an episode where Alex Jules went into the Trump rally, right? mm -hmm. and I I was so close to buying that episode because I want to hear all the crazy shit that happened. Oh, but I, <laughs> I but uh, as I was listening to it, like when they were doing the uh, the part where the the Japanese news came up and started talking to Zach, I was like, I th I thought to myself because I was listening to this while I was going on my run, I'm like. How fucking great would it have been if I was there and they came up to me and they're like, and I'm like, hey, she's someone guy eat this, y'all. Just funny. go back to it. At the Bernie rally, I actually got interviewed by the Japanese news. Oh, man. I wish I was there. I wish I was there. I wish I was there. I went on a little bit too long and my sister's like, but Elena does not like any sort of speaking she has put on the spot she's, she she's queen, like bre it. queen brevity she in fact tried to like totally brush it off onto me and they like were like no no what you say your thing and uh, and so she did she's like i came for the free education and stayed for the free healthcare." and she's like oh god <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm uh but apparently the audio was corrupted oh man she's like oh well good <laughs> <laughs> so they had me and i i did it again very succinctly um, but yeah, I got I got interviewed by the Japanese news. So. Bunny Sanwa, Donawa. <laughs> I just would love to just start talking back to him in chat. That would be cool. That would be <laughs> awesome. That would be, well, that if it was at the so Trump great. rally, because it'd be just fucking hilarious. I would love that. Um, we're not going to let Sarah Palin finish. We've got enough out of her. No, what are you doing, wrong. media? There's yep, Sarah Palin is painful as fuck to listen to sometimes, but a whole lot of fun to make fun of. So the next one that we have for you guys is the very first of the multiple choice Mormon clips that we made. Um, this one ended up becoming the very beginning template of what I would continue, continue to do later on, which is, you know, find a multiple choice quiz or just find a quiz out there, add my own little lines to it and, you know, make up all the answers to it. And the special guest that we have on this episode was Zach Shutt from Zydax computers. Really good guy. Um, yeah. So here we go. Multiple choice Mormon. This one we're going to call Multiple Choice Mormon. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this one. We, this is gonna really, be we should really have we should really have jingles for these things. I, I'm working on it. <laughs> Once I get more than like an hour a night in front of the production station, maybe I can actually come up with something like that. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you guys a question 
And, well, actually, it's a uh, it's a statement of you know it's a who am I of Mormon Mormondom. Ah, I was Mormon. You, no, but <laughs> trust me, you're not going to have a problem with this, Felicia, because I'm going to give you four answers, and uh, I don't know. We're not going to do it on a score or anything like that, but I mean, <laughs> we'll just see what you guys think. So the first one that we have here says, "At the command of the Lord." I left Jerusalem, where everyone spoke and wrote in Reformed Egyptian, uh, with my wife and four sons and fled into the wilderness. One morning when I awoke, <gasps> I found a brass ball by the door of my tent. This Leahona. God damn it, man. I love the Leahona. Yeah. This book. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. We okay. I'm sorry. Just outside observer, we'd already mm. started like gentrifying and colonizing the Polynesian islands, and they were becoming like a mythological thing. Leahona, that is absolutely stolen words from the Polynesian islands. <laughs> like that's like a thing. That's like. Okay. It, it guided us in our travels through the wilderness, across the ocean, <laughs> and into the promised land using our fucking seaworthy wooden submarines. With a hole in the bottom. <laughs> Am I A. Lehi, B. Popeye, C. I. I, or D. Cat's Eye? <laughs> a. Okay, yeah, okay. Zach's kind of right. It's Lehigh. <laughs> All right, number two. No, no, it's, no, it's Lehigh. It's, it's, it's Popeye, of course. It's Lehigh? It's, of course it's Popeye. It's Popeye. Clearly. It's Popeye. Clearly. Leahona. <laughs> 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 oh, wait. Uh, I thought he was saying, wait, I thought Lehigh. Okay, I'm, I don't know my book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Lehigh was, like, born in America. No, no, Lehi was the father of Nephi, who was the father of all the other fucking Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. No, the Nephites. Yeah, yeah, sorry, he, the Nephites. He discovered America. Uh, oh, no, he didn't. Okay. We, we will be watching the Book of Mormon movie one of these days. We will be doing that. So, uh, number two, I went to Jerusalem with my three older brothers to get the brass plates. Although my brothers were afraid, I knew the Lord would provide a way for us to do what he had commanded. And I tried to stop my brothers from fornicating with their livestock, but I didn't have any luck. What the shit? Is this this, in that book? No. Okay, let me tell you where I got this stuff from. There's a ten. There was a ten question like. Uh, okay, I don't. It was a twin quest, ten question thing that came out in the uh, the LDS Church's Leahona like section of the Ensign thing, where like it's it's meant to test people. And this was like 1980, so I just grabbed this thing and I added my own dialogue to it. So <laughs> it's probably pretty easy to figure out where my dialogue comes in. Got it. Okay. So anyway, I actually, this, this, I'm sorry, I bought into it. I feel really silly now. No, no, you're but, fine. So, uh, this person, am I A, Neo, B, Nehi, C, Nephi, or D, Negro? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nephi was, was mm-hmm. courageous. This was his reply. I will go, I will do the things the Lord commands. Two for two. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Car- Car- Number three. Yeah, uh, these are. Pre- <laughs> if you've lived in Utah for any time, you should be able to figure out which one's the real word. <laughs> Negro, right? 
Negro. No, it's Negro. No, I'm sorry. Nephi. I have no idea. I'm sorry, but the Book of Mormon <laughs> is always weirder than I anticipated it to be. Oh, God, you should read it at least once because it's so bad. It'll blow your fucking mind. It's great. <laughs> I was listening to my Book of Mormon, and the guy was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Bryce Blanken Eagle, yeah. Okay, when I was 15 years of age, I was visited by the Lord. I became general of the Nephite army until the people became so wicked that I refused to serve as their leader any longer. I made plates of gold because it was so fucking abundant in New York state. (laughs) And like those who followed me, i.e. Joseph Smith, abridged the large plates of Nephi and passed them on to my son who sold them for tree fitty. (laughs) Tree fitty. Am I a the Loch Ness monster? B Chef's dad, C, X from the Utah Outcasts, or D, Mormon. <laughs> Hello, children. <laughs> Hello there, children. Hey, children. Mormon? Yeah, children. <laughs> Yay, Felicia <laughs> got it. Yay. I'll go down the line. Kyle, this is your question. Okay. <laughs> Let's okay. do it this way. I became king after my father's death, you know, like how most kingdoms are fucking passed down. <laughs> My final address to people was delivered from a high tower so that everyone could hear the words that had been given to me by the Lord. You know, because shouting from a tower that's super high makes it super fucking easy for people to hear me. It's not like we couldn't have sent out messengers or anything. Am I A, King Benjamin, B, King Diamond, C, King Missile, or D, King Queen? <laughs> I had a lot of fun writing this. (laughs) Like I said, I was waiting to pick up my kids from school and I'm giggling. Kick missile. This will be good. (laughs) Detachable penis. Oh, man. I would follow King Missile anywhere. Let me help you down the stairs, Grandma. (laughs) Missile didn't know for an answer, so I wouldn't like him. So, Kyle, who's your answer? Oh, that's 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 Benjamin. Okay, good job. <laughs> okay, number five. I led two. Th- this is this one's for Zach. Uh, I led two thousand young men to war against the Lamanites. We won the battle, and not one of these young men lost his life because we didn't really go to war. It's easy to win a war that's not that's made up. <laughs> Am I a made up man? B hella man. Or Helaman, or whatever the fuck I want to say. C, am I C, both A and B? Or D, who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. Every answer works there. D, general, who gives a shit? (laughs) So so I I used to teach a scout camp. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and there was this song we would sing about Helaman, and we would all cry at the end of the fucking song. So we're like, oh my god, he led these men into battle. It's Helaman. And nobody mm-hmm. died. <laughs> nobody died. It was, it no, Helaman, that's, that's really a name in the Book of Yes, War? yes yeah. it is. <laughs> like, oh, yes. monster? Oh, yes. Like, H-E-L-A-M-A-N, yes. Helaman. Yes. And, <laughs> and, I, and I hate to say it, but that's actually a great fucking song. <laughs> you know the song. I know the song. Kyle's the only one here that was uh, this an exmo. So. <laughs> I was Catholic. I was ex Baptist. So, I yeah, no, it's yes, it is possible to have a, a good song that's complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Song. I all was over. raised Catholic. 
I still <laughs> love the Catholic songs. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay, yeah. Kyle, I mean, Felicia, here's a here's a good one for you. This right. this one's a softball. Here, okay. we go. <clears throat> my brother and I and our families did not have our language confounded by the Tower of Babel, or at the Tower of Babel. You know, because the, that's how we lay, l- lend credibility to this book. <laughs> Let's reference older shit. So, we were told to prepare barges for the crossing of the ocean. I saw the finger of the Lord touch stones to provide light for our journey. That's actually real. I didn't. I didn't write that part. I know. I know. I know. I actually know that. And then Jesus Christ appeared and taught me many important truths, like never going ass to mouth or not to fart in pillows you use to sleep on. Oh God! Am I a Jared from Subway? <laughs> B. It can only be Jared. C, X, this is all bullshit. D, brother of Jared. <laughs> can I choose B and C? <laughs> X, this it is can all only be Jared because. Jared. <laughs> but not Jared from the, the, Subway. It, it is brother of Jared. He was touching. <laughs> of course, it's the D. Yeah. Kyle, this there was, was yours. Uh, I didn't take the D. <laughs> You didn't take it. You had you had the opportunity, and you passed. You passed up the D. Ah, no D. I thought about making every answer like the correct answer, like C. You know, I thought about doing that, but I'm like, nah. All right, let's see. I received the records from uh, of my people from my father. I made the final entry on the plates and then buried them in the Hill Camorra in New York. On September 22nd, 1827, I delivered these plates to Joseph Smith because taking someone to the plates is the same thing as delivering them. Also, I'm a scary ghost. Woo! (laughs) Am I macaroni? Am I macarena? Am I moroni? Or am I, I don't know, could it be Satan? (laughs) Satan. Oh, man. Oh God. These names these names were absolutely cruel to a dyslexic kid, by the way. I can't tell you how many I cannot tell you how many times I I almost said more more on I. <laughs> more on I. Okay, yep, yeah, that is the yeah. correct answer. All right, Zach, your question. I stood on a wall. <laughs> the way that starts off. Okay. <laughs> I stood on a wall and I told the people about the signs oh, of Christ's shit. birth. I stood on a wall and told people about the signs of Christ's birth and death like a crazy person would. Uh, the wicked Nephites would not believe a Lamanite prophet and they tried to kill me because even in the early, 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 early Americas, racism was rampant. <laughs> Am I A, Samuel Adams? Uh, Am I B, Uncle Ruckus? Mm-hmm. Am I C, Uncle Sam? Nope. Or am I D, Samuel the Lamanite? That's the one! It's D! <laughs> it's D! Y'all goddamn niggas need to get off the... Get off! <laughs> oh, man! Man, this, I is, love Uncle this is like this is like bringing back all of the songs. There's a lot of, There's so many fucking songs with this. You're like, why are there so many goddamn songs? Because well, it, it made them easy. It made them easy to remember. 
and burned them into the memories of no, small sure. little children. You I'm know, gonna skip. Fe- I feel I'm gonna like skip I gotta Felicia. Give the Catholics. I, sorry, I really. I gotta real quick. I gotta give the Catholics some props. Their songs were complicated. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of years. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah because, you know, oh. complicated means, like, you know, totally legit. The Mormons had songs for, like, Samuel the Lemon Knight, he stood up on the wall. That was, no, that's, like, like damn damn shit. Oh, yeah. That's, like, it. That's the song. Yeah, the Catholics had songs, like, and cast down the road. You know, well, like, 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 horrific like, like that that i love like it's like well, yeah epic. they were like actual songs no yes, we had like deep they like we they had, had like sing-songy bullshit yeah no the catholic so they will... had the monk chants which were mm-hmm. gorgeous and boring all at the same time i listened to inya <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> last time i was on mushrooms william put on enya and then i stared at his ceiling and magical things happened <laughs> Like I'm like like watching like only Am I gonna end the show with fucking Inya tonight? Am am I really gonna do that? No, I I I was up. I was (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm gonna skip you and give you the last one, Felicia, because it totally deserves you. So Kyle gets this one. My father did the work of the Lord, but my friends and I were unbelievers. We persecuted members of the church until one day an angel appeared to us. Afterward, we served as missionaries and annoyed as many people as we could. We pretended to be nice to them until we pressured them to believe in the gospel, and then we never even really bothered to tell them what really goes on in the temples. You know, mission work. Am I, A, Alma the Younger, B, Alma the made-up person, C, Alma the older, or D, Alma the G-Milf? I can't believe you didn't go for uh, Alma the Brothers. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I could play Jessica at the end of the show. Hmm. <laughs> Love that song. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's that's Alma the Younger. Yeah, there you go. They were creative with their names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Felicia, let's bring us home. Actually, this this can go out to everybody. I want you guys all to fucking... If you guys are watching on YouTube, you've seen people choke on their vape. You've seen other people choke on their drinks. So, number 10. I led a party of men. Yeah, you did. From Zarahemla to the land of Nephi... Wait, no. Lehi, Nephi, hi, hi, hi. Uh, it was taken before King Lehi, hi, 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 hi. Um, the, the leader of the people, and he showed us 24 carat gold plates. No, wait, sorry. 24 gold plates. I could not read them, and so I took them to King Mosiah, which is in no way a made-up name. I'm sorry, uh, who I'm translated just lost in your stupid names here. That all in an huh. <laughs> and so I took them to King Mosiah, which is no way a made-up name, who translated the records that were in what we'd come to find out was reformed Egyptian. No, oh, who no. knew? Who knew that Lehi and his kids learned this language that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world except the Mormon faith, but they learned it in Jerusalem? Hmm. Am I A, Ammon, B, one of them Bundy boys? Am I C, nom nom nom? (laughs) Am I D, this is a stupid fucking game, X. Seriously, why are we playing this? <laughs> D, 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 all fucking day. No, it's Ammon, but all Ammon. Yeah, there you go. God, you, <laughs> fin- you finally, you finally took it. 
<laughs> One of them Bundy boys. <laughs> you know, in that, that instance, I will accept the D gladly. And <laughs> Wait, isn't he the one that got kicked in the fucking face by a horse? <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. My, my name's Andrew Bundy. I, I can't talk through half my fucking face. This just looks like I got beat the fuck out of my dad dropped me on my head when I was a kid. He dropped you onto your own head? Well, how am I going to drop it on my own head? <laughs> How'd you get kicked by a horse, son? Well, I was standing up. On the floor. I was, that happens when you're standing behind him. I kind of wanted to fuck it. <laughs> Dear God. Kind of. And then it kicked me. Then that, that idea just went right out my head Why because it done kicked it out. No, <laughs> it done kicked know. it out my fucking eyeball. Zach, you ever listened to our show before this? <laughs> this is a- no, I'm I'm ex- I'm absorbing this whole fucking thing. <laughs> we got a new subscriber. I tell you that much right now. I got you. I got you. <laughs> now, I might not speak perfect English sometimes. and. That's because I get a little bit too excited and the words come into my head a little bit faster than my mouth can keep up with them. So I kind of step on words a couple of times whenever I speak. But that's nowhere near as bad as the next clip that we have here. We're diving into the way back machine right here to listen to John Hagee talk about his nuclear kind of shit. But joining us as guests, we have Brian from the Geek Dad Report, and we also have Ryan from the Godless Revolution. Enjoy. Nuclear. My microwave nuclear is my food. No, I can't. God damn it, I cannot stand the way that is pronounced. Oh, that fucking irritates the shit out of me. It's just, it's just like, I hear it and it's just like, if, if I was a dog and I had hair, I like instantly hackles. Like, I'd be like, oh, so, no, no. This is the guy, and it, it's funny that the GOP right has kind of finally, like, uh, glommed over the Donald Trump fucking brand. Oh. God. And so there, he's going to hold. God will hold you accountable for not voting for Donald Trump. Yeah. So they they have they have owned. Oh, they're holding me accountable for all those promise ring things. They have owned you wholesale of you know. Let's just hear funny. this. Let's God's hear this. Gonna knock me down one of these days, but I keep climbing. Let's hear this fat as shit fucking cisgendered white guy say some shit about fucking Donald Trump. Here we yes, go. Teach me, teach me, darling. Martin Eimoller said, to see evil and not call it evil is evil. Not to speak is to speak. No, God damn it! <laughs> not to speak is, speak to, is speak. to be silent. No, to, to not speak is to be silent. That's equivocation. You know, uh, And we've called your religion evil so many times, but you don't fucking listen. They're calling evil evil. evil. It is Not evil. To Everyone act watched this last episode act. of Game of Thrones, no. except for don't pay attention to the part where she like tries to prove some shit. Just just listen to Viserys. Not to act is to act. No, this is not some fucking Kevin Flynn Tron two shit bullshit going on here. Not this to is- watch porn is to watch porn. To stroke it is to not stroke it. No, you know one in one evokes me blowing semen out of my dick and the other one is like i've been like i've got blue balls you know they're not the same thing john hagee they're not the same thing god will not hold us harmless i want you to understand that as an american citizen you have a responsibility to go vote i am going to vote for the okay i agree there felicia you're muted there i don't know what's going on hi Okay, good. So everybody that's an American citizen, especially here in Utah, 
and Salt Lake City specifically, you guys are having a ballot sent to you by fucking mail. Vote. Okay, no, actually, I need to clarify this. If you are registered as an independent, you're going to get a letter in the mail. You have probably already received this letter. This letter will ask you which ballot you want to receive. Do not, do not accept Republican because then you will be registered as a Republican to vote. And that will be all the information that you receive going forward. You will not receive information on the Democrats. If you, and, and, and here's the thing is I only registered as a Democrat because previous laws said that to vote Democrat, I had to be registered as a Democrat so I could vote for Bernie. I registered as a Democrat. Um, so I'm in. <laughs> I'm talking really fast right now because I'm trying to get through it. Um, if you are not registered as a Democrat, you need to select the, re- the Democrat ballot. Select it. Select it because that's the only way you can vote for Misty Snow. And Yay, Misty. Yay, Misty. Misty's would- amazing. I would also like to say, though, it, you should vote. But if you're going to vote for Trump, just know that God knows all and he knows that you're going to vote for Trump. So you don't actually have to physically vote for Trump because God will make Trump president. So you don't have to vote because God already knows your vote. Yeah. So Real. only if you're going to vote for Hillary or Bernie, whoever wins, hopefully Bernie, uh, you have to go vote. Trump supporters, God knows your vote and you don't actually have to do anything. Oh, you're Brian, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're still holding out hope for Bri- for for bernie like i am bernie. as well hey i just sent in my ballot and it says bernie he's gonna win moving Washington, on. you know yeah sorry we're gonna move on um moving on. get your democrat ballot i'm serious right now you guys yeah go on candidate that's going to make the u.s military great again because Very the party in power has reduced okay. us Fuck, pause to- god damn it already spent more than any other country yeah and i think Ryan here will combined. agree with me that our military is we're doing pretty good overfunded <laughs> except for veteran care yeah no, yeah we spend on bad shit like planes that don't fly but we're definitely shut up don't you talk about the f-35 I saw one of those fly this week that was great fucking well, liar I... you're a goddamn liar no I actually saw one like they're uh, they do fly they do I, fly I, out, I actually... out here especially in Utah because we're going to be one of the depots that like actually works on them so I had gotten to actually get a class from one of the guys who helped build the F-35, and he explained why there was issues with it and how that all started. I don't know if it's secret or not, so I won't discuss it. Yeah, on but like podcast. one one point like eight trillion dollars towards a fighter pilot for, towards a jet is like that's a lot of fucking money, man. Are we using drones for everything anyway? <laughs> well, the thing about a drone is a drone can only carry two munitions on it at a time. Where yeah, hellfire. Where the F thirty five, it's it's a it carries way more munitions on it than a predator does. So yeah, it's a big issue. See, and I'm I'm one of those Air Force nerds where I'm like, I think the F-22 could do exactly what the F-35 needs it to. All do, I but, know it does. But they need one of those multi-strike fighters kind of things that the Marines and the Navy and everybody else could fucking use. The thing is, is the Navy, the Air Force, and the Marines all have a different version of the F-35. That's where the issue came in. (laughs) That was that was the issue. That's defeated Russia Tomcat. All we need. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Don't talk about on. the F fucking fourteen, dude. Seriously. <laughs> no, it's amazing. No, the F fourteen was a piece of shit, man. That, that whole breaking thing, dude. Um, that, I was in the danger legit. zone. Ah. <laughs> I should have known. Breaking in by two. himself. I should have known you were gonna go fucking down that route. Never mind. <laughs> I did see Iron Eagle. We could talk about the F sixteens. <laughs> no, sixteen still fly. But the SR twenty two, I saw that uh, Clint Eastwood movie a long time ago. What Foxfire? Yeah. 
Oh, the stealth bomber. That was all the shit. Oh, God damn it. That hurt my head. Oh, thinking of that. The reason why the F 35 has problems is because the military bureaucracy and every branch wants something of their own. Yeah, they, they, the Marines the and the Navy these issues. and the Air Force want all something that's different and something they can sell yeah. to different countries. Well, the Air Force's issue was they didn't like where the vents were at for the exhaust. Mm. Okay, so we're getting way too fucking nerdy. Sorry, we're going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> John Hagee. A World War II level where the Japanese attacked us for the very reason they felt we were too weak to defend ourselves. No, I'm going to vote like for the no. party... <laughs> They kind of hit a soft target. You know, Pearl Harbor wasn't exactly a hard target. <laughs> well, then we forget that not only did they hit Pearl Harbor that day, but they also hit the uh, 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 fucking island. What other island was it? I just forgot the name of it. Guam? Not, um, not Guam. Midway. Uh, Midway. Midway. Okay. So, yeah. The Battle of Midway started around the same exact time. Yeah, well, but we're, we're still talking about islands. The US, so, uh, we're still talking government. about We're still talking about islands. In the middle of fucking nowhere. nowhere. 2,000 yeah. miles from the coast. Yeah. Oh, I've, God, t- I've told my kids, like, they're like, I want to go on vacation to Hawaii. I'm like, you guys have no idea what the concept of Hawaii even means. But also at the same time, we were already in the war, just not directly with our own military. We we're sending our own soldiers over there. Like, hey, here's your leave from the military. You can go join the Chinese Air Force. You can go join. Do we? Do we actually yeah, fucking Chuck Yeager had that shit going on way history. before. <laughs> I mean, didn't didn't Texas, a Republican state, just vote to put in uh, Moses in their history books? Yes. <laughs> God damn it! Like, he helped. He helped form the. He, he, he helped. Yeah, he helped frame our country. Okay, so John Hagee, here we go. That is going to solve the immigration problem, not the one that has created the immigration problem. I- what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Dude, they, I swear to God, if they they talk in this certain cadence, and you know, we will talk about the the recipe of waffles. God okay. Me. Well, John Hagee is a pastor, so yes, I know, but he makes no goddamn sense. No. I'm going to bring. I'm going to support the party that brings jobs back from China, not through international trade agreements. Send millions of jobs to foreign countries because it's cheaper labor, and putting okay, millions okay, okay, of Americans. Okay. 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 Bill Clinton was a super supporter of that fair trade agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he supported NAFTA like a fucking madman. But basically outsourced a bunch of jobs to China. Yeah. Um, that being said, largely it's been supported by Republicans because the Clintons are right wing. If you look yeah, at. they are right as in as far as, you know, like centrist. They're right centrist. Well, that's, that's why Hillary is uh, the best Republican running. I would call them more of a uh, re- uh, Republican as in the name of like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> no, if Republicans no, were like Abraham Ronald Lincoln. Reagan. The Republicans yeah. hated Ronald Reagan when he was president. And yeah, now, but now, now that it's, it's like 20 years later. Of all that is. <laughs> yeah. well, Saint he fucking Reagan. The, the, the evolution of the Christian right. Yeah. He definitely is. Huh. Even though he's a fucking actor. Yeah. Bedtime for Bongo. Let's not forget that one there. Guns out of work. I'm not going to vote for the party that has betrayed Israel for the past seven years. Oh, if you can Christ. read it. Ding, 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 oh, ding, ding, ding. Betrayed Israel. And I'm going to say this on no uncertain equivocal terms, even though I'm inebriated. Oh, me too, darling. Fuck you, Israel. Fuck you, Israel. 
I don't have anything personal against Israel. You want to go? Bring him into our politics. You want to go in the middle of the fucking hornet's nest and kick shit? That's on you. Don't expect fucking handouts from the American government. Well, but to be honest, there's been a lot of shit. There's been shit kicking going on there for what three thousand years. At least. Yeah, and you know what? It's time for them to make their own fucking glass dome of whatever the fucking is they want to create over there. Oh, it's the Holy Land, guys. That's a, well, that's the whole thing. It's it's the belief that that is a Holy Land, that that is where Jesus will no, return when he comes back or their oh, their prophet or... Well, it, is, actually, it, it is, to me, the equivalent of fucking, the, like, like, Billings, Montana. Yeah. It is the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm not going to go to Israel. I'm not going to go to Jerusalem and be like, oh, it's a holy land. No, no. It is a fucking nondescript place in the middle of fucking nowhere next to some dead as shit fucking ocean. I don't care. I really don't fucking care. You could be Antelope fucking Island here in Utah. I don't give a shit. Well, there were actually parts of Iraq and Afghanistan I was in where I was like, you know what? If there wasn't a war going on here. This would be kind of a neat place to visit. It's got some cool fucking geography going on. And I've heard a lot a lot from people that have had have come back from Afghanistan like, yo, Utah is like Afghanistan light. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly is. And honestly, the only reason why their mountains aren't as good because we blew them the fuck up. <laughs> you have JDAMs <laughs> fucking dropping all over the fucking place. Oh, harder man. to climb now. God damn it, John Hagee. Why why no, must you no, fucking Israel make just, me mad? They just they just they, they keep pushing their boundaries and they keep trying to take advantage and then they sit there and go, America's on our side and, you know, and, they, and they keep doing pretty atrocious things too. Had they have gone two-state solution where like, it originally was proposed, I probably wouldn't have had a problem, but they fucking want to keep going, you know, let's just keep encroaching on the uh, Palestinian people. Let's treat them like less than human. Let's go ahead and do that because we're fucking Israel. Well, you know? so at the same time when we, we condemn the U.S. for wanting to have relations with Cuba, at the same time our best ally or best country that we do most of our relations with is over there in Saudi and they behead women for driving cars. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! I'm going to Cuba on vacation. You know how much I would love to visit Cuba for, for a Go vacation on. before like the McDonald's hits over there before like you know international shit before really fucking US hits place <laughs> or before they realize how much their fucking cars are worth yeah, oh my sure, god right? you can get They've like 60 so styles cars, cars yeah the road. they're worth so much fucking money here in the states <laughs> because the fucking factory sold the old dyes to the old <laughs> to the Cuba before they like said uh fuck it piece it we're out yeah man I I really want to visit Cuba, but my uh, security clearance says no. That's not happening. Really? Don't worry about that. I don't have to have a security clearance anymore, and I work on a place where the fucking Navy SEALs. My American clearance says I can fucking go there now. No, mine says I have to have really good fucking <laughs> reason to go out that way. Nobody gives a fuck what I do. Yeah. I deliver shit for a Lucky you. I wish my job was like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah, one day Utah Outcast will be that way and be like, hey, look, we're we're broadcasting from Cuba. But like, no. Oh my God, be amazing. I'd be on a beach with a fucking big old cocktail. I wouldn't. I would have the biggest blunt in my mouth. Oh, dude, giant Cuban cigar. Three feet no, 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 not a Cuban. No, 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 me and the pool boy would not be broadcasting from Cuba. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Just <laughs> fucking the pool boy on the side over here. Say hi, Felicia. Hi. Hi. Okay, like, so I'm like over there, like waving every once in a while from underneath, like this 
Tan Adonis. My pool boy, Jorge Watson. Hey, Felicia, you okay? <laughs> ha! I'm good! Good! <laughs> oh, that's cute that you think that's what that's I do. No, I honestly don't know. I'm no, just saying. No, you don't. No, no you I'm, don't. I'm good. Oh, yeah. We all want to go to Cuba. Fuck on! Smoke weed, cigars, and fuck pool boys. You know, one thing the show's really taught me is that I have a high tolerance for liquor. And that last clip was one where I could tell I probably had a bit too much. If you go listen to the Secret Patron show, that one's out there for you guys to listen to. I'm not sure exactly which one it is. However, I was drunk. And I think most of the rest of us were too. That was a that was a good time on that episode. But then again, anytime you get drunk when you're doing the show is kind of a good time. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the clip show that we're playing. Right now, we're going to jump into the most popular clip that we have on YouTube. And that's the the interview with uh, Shalice Blythe from the Satanic Temple Utah chapter. Here we go. It is now time for our interview, and we've reached that point in the show where we have to cede the floor to our to our guests to tell us a bit about themselves. So, so Shalice, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, my name is Shalice Blythe. I am the chapter head of the uh, Satanic Temple here in Utah. Nice canned response. Yay! <laughs> How did you end up becoming the chapter head? Um, I was really, I, it it was sort of not planned. I just, I just happened to be the person that nagged, uh, people in TST the most, I think about having a chapter. So, um, in the beginning, so the, the Satanic Temple formed back in 2012 and shortly after that, um, you know, obviously that, you know, you get Facebook started and you get people who follow along and all the stuff that they're doing. And somewhere around, somewhere in, uh, I think it was like 2000, uh, we're in 2016, <laughs> aren't we? Um, yeah. So somewhere around like 2014 to 2015, um, they, they started this official Facebook uh, online forum group. And it was a, it was a place where uh, members, allies, people who were curious about us, they could, you know, join in uh, not only the discussion, but hear the goings on of what was going <gasps> on with different chapters or just, you know, do I dare say it's a safe space? (laughs) (laughs) No, no safe spaces. No. Okay. Not that type of safe space. Not, not with the fucking kitties and you know, what is it? Lisa Frank art and stuff like that. Where no, no, it's not like that. I'm just saying it's a place where people are allowed to come share their uh, thoughts and ideas and have discussions and stuff without having to fear the retribution of people going, yeah, you fucking Satanist, you're going straight to hell. (laughs) <laughs> oh, those people definitely got in. Oh, do they still get <laughs> oh, in? Okay. okay. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, definitely isn't then. <laughs> yeah, so uh yeah, so obviously it was uh you know, trial and error in the beginning. But but anyway, I mean and it's still very active, it's still very strong, but a lot of us um who are either chapter heads or just members or allies, I mean that's where a lot of us met and that's uh where we really formed that strong community. And so through getting to know people through there and through um just being really active within it, um, I just really wanted to make sure that uh, TST knew that Utah deserved a chapter here. We have the community, we have the people that feel very strongly about uh, what TST does, and um, I just didn't want us to get forgotten. Yeah. Um, and you know, we had a they had a moratorium on chapters for I think a little over a year. Um, because, you know, they were growing at such an exponential rate that um, it, it took them a minute to kind of catch up with all of that. So all of these chapters started popping up. Um, but eventually they just said, you know what, we're going to put a pause on this for a little bit so that we can get our stuff together on our end. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, but we were in the interim for that. We were absolutely encouraged to kind of form our own like a uh, supportive community. So people who really wanted chapters, but obviously they weren't going to, you know, get one anytime soon, but they, they wanted to apply for them when that moratorium was lifted. So, you know, the, the process of that was just meeting people online, knowing, you know, obviously knowing people within your own life who yeah. uh, were supporters or members and getting that community together, getting that group together and saying, okay, like if we, if we want a chapter here, like what do we want to do? And, um, what are what are some of the causes that we want to take up? So um, yeah, and I uh, so I just kept nagging. I kept nagging. I was I was constantly <laughs> in people's ears. And then um, in December, or so of last year, last year, um, I um, I had a, a basically an interview, which I didn't perceive as an interview at the time. Um, I, I got a call from Lucian Greaves and we just kind of discussed the, um, you know, so I, you know, you, I, I see that you're, I see that you're constantly talking about Utah needing a chapter. You know, why, you know, why, why is that? <laughs> why? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Come on, Lucian. <laughs> yeah, obviously it wasn't above him to know why, but you know, I think well, he wants to hear it in your, your perspective. Yeah. So. Yeah, somebody who actually lives here um, definitely wanted to get that perspective. And so we just, you know, we just had a conversation about, you know, you know, what's the community there like? You know, why, you know, why do you feel so strongly that, um, you know, you we just, chapter there? You should have um, just went to Temple Square and like took a video of like, eh? This is the middle of downtown. And right next to it is a shopping mall owned by a religion. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, um, so we had that conversation and I, again, I didn't really perceive it as an interview. I just, yeah. I figured, well, he's asking the question, I'm answering it. And, you know, hopefully maybe when the moratorium is lifted, I can see about applying. And then in February, uh, I, I, I got an email saying, Hey, um, You've got your chapter there in Utah. You're the chapter head. And I was like, oh shit, what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh shit, really? No way. Yeah. That, I mean, that wasn't my, it wasn't my intent going in. I mean, I obviously wanted to bring a chapter here, but it wasn't my goal or my intent really to be the chapter head. Yeah. Um, so it was, definitely just a, a little bit of a shock but i think i think i also kind of earned it with just my absolute your tenacity yeah, yeah. <laughs> being like hey 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 guys hey hey how yeah <laughs> don't forget about us here yeah <laughs> it's funny Fine, how that just works give her a, just give her a chapter okay come on Dude, make her management that'll change up. her mind like, <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we, we've been a chapter, we, we've, uh, had our chapter since February of this year, so we're still so, fairly new. So that leads me to my next question. How the, uh, the, the recent events have gone by, I mean, we, we, you guys have the picnic and that's going to be not big picnic, the barbecue that's yeah. going to be happening as after we're recording. Yeah. When you guys are listening to this, it happened a couple of days ago, but yeah. as I'm <laughs> recording, it's in, it's tomorrow or actually on Sunday. Sorry. On Sunday. On Sunday. Know. Yeah. But, uh, I want to ask how have the past events gone so far because you guys originally had your initial meetup. I think you did. You guys have it at Watchtower or did you have it somewhere else? So our um, 
So we've had a few meetups, um, and we've had uh, we had our big unbaptism event that was back in July on Pioneer Day. Mm-hmm. No. Um, <laughs> so we've had a few meetups. Uh, we we initially were going to do our big uh, public information meeting uh, mm-hmm. down at Watchtower, but we got so many RSVPs we had to change it because unfortunately, like we needed more space. Yeah, Corey can't handle not, that not many people. <laughs> not unfortunately, because it was great. Like so many people showed up, but it, unfortunately, because I really wanted to host something at uh, Watchtower, they've been incre- they're they've great incredible. They're great people. They're great yeah. fucking people. Yeah, they but are great fucking people. Local so. listen, local listeners, if you're not getting your coffee from Watchtower, if you're still going to Starbucks, shame on you. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. They're awesome. I, and I even like the stuff. Like, I love their bubble tea. I think they do really good. So anyway, yeah. um, they're just, mm, they're really incredible. <laughs> They've been really supportive of us. So I, I felt really bad that we had to change uh, location for that. But um, yeah, we've had some, we've had a few public information meetings for people to come and um, just kind of learn about what we're about. Um, and then we also had our big unbaptism event. Uh, which was back in July on Pioneer Day, and, and so, tons of pictures, tons of pictures. Oh it yeah. Awesome. yeah, it was fun. It was so much fun. I it was it was it was an incredible experience, and it it really solidified for me why we're here. I mean, just just what um, you know the the unbaptism ritual itself, and then having so every single person in the audience come up and participate afterwards. Yeah, that it. Yeah, it was very <laughs> indicative to me that it is absolutely necessary that we are here because we we obviously there was something so um what that ritual just resonated with people so much that like none of like I I don't know of those people that showed up if they were actually members or not of TST um probably some people who were just allies maybe some members but just that event alone, it felt, it, you know, it was it was so um, sincere and, um, you know, so intense for them that they wanted yeah. to participate with that. So now to, to give people a quick heads up to to become a member of TST, what mm-hmm. do you need to do? I mean, I, I, I believe I have signed up because you put yourself on the email roster and yeah, yeah, that's all you need. That's pretty much email. it, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you uh, go to the satanic dot com, uh, there is a little tab that says join us. And really, it's, um, you know, it goes through just saying, you know, as if you're declaring yourself a member, you know, obviously, you know, you agree with the tenants and there, there's a few little caveats for, you know, how you represent yourself and, you know, not speaking on behalf of TST as an organization. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, but it, it's basically saying if, if this is for you, if you consider yourself a member and these seven tenants, um, you know, you, you speak feel to you. Like yeah. Help yeah. Least for you. You just submit your email and you're considered a member. You don't have to pay for it at all. Um, the only thing they have, uh, you can get like little cards and you can yeah, get, you little, can become a card carrying Satanist. Yeah, <laughs> you can be card carrying Satanist. And those, and those cost money, but they're literally, it's really only covering the cost of production, mailing, yeah. and all of any proceeds we get from that just goes towards our campaign. So it's not. Which you guys have Gray Faction and the yeah. After School Satan, which is going to be starting right. up here. Yeah, I, I think we we're one of the few that gets actual after school Satan here in you. I mean, with with the chapters, I mean, we're one of the few that gets one. Yeah, so um, all of the chapters applied uh, to their various school districts, and so as far as Utah is concerned, we have not been told no outright. Um, we're still waiting on. We've submitted our application. We're still waiting to hear back from the Granite School District. Um, I love how applied to have our uh, club at uh, Vista Elementary School in Taylorsville. I love how Granite has kind of said, 
if anybody else wants to take up all the space that, <laughs> that the Satanists want to use, please well, let us know. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be really so. First of all, so we chose Vista Elementary School. I mean, there was no, there was nothing in you know. Uh, the only, the only, the only reason we we chose it was because they've hosted after school, or sorry, they've they've hosted mm. the Good News Clubs right. prior, and yeah. that's evangelical. That's the evangelical Christian group that yeah, has Google their school. Google their fucking stuff that they send home for their kids. That shit is horrible. It's, it's yeah, terrible. Super creepy. Yeah, yeah, you can find you can find their curriculum online, um, and we also have copies of actual curriculum that they they. Um, have with the students and it's pretty abhorrent yeah it's, it's pretty fucking bad. terrible <laughs> um just in the messages that they go i mean it, and not it's not saying that because it's a christian group it's bad the the actual content and what they're teaching kids and how they're using children um that that's the abhorrent part i mean they're they're teaching mm-hmm. them that they're born sinners and that they're bad and that you know they they are just they're going to hell essentially but the good news so quote unquote the the good news part of the club is that if they they can be saved through jesus christ um to completely you know wipe away all of basically them being shitty people being little children (laughs) and you know and they use those kids to also um get other memberships so they kind of use so they get these kids who you know evangelize in, they kids, totally believe yeah. it mm-hmm. and they use other children to recruit more children so it, it's purely it, it is a pure system of um you know just evangelizing on these children um on school property and it you know, and it and it's legal. It's perfectly legal for them to do that. I mean, they went to they went to the Supreme Court back in two thousand one and won a case. They won, yeah, because mm-hmm. they didn't represent it as a freedom of religion argument. They represented it as a freedom of speech argument. And because of that, that's how they that's won. opened the door for you it guys to come in. Mm-hmm. So. so obviously. As Satanists, as uh, you know, of the Satanic Temple, we we obviously believe that there should be a separation of church and state. Yeah, absolutely. In, in every in every single way. But if you're going to open those doors, if you are going to blur that line, then you have to accept everybody. It's either everybody or nobody. So you know, a lot of the campaigns that we have. I mean, the Baphomet statue is another clear cut case of separation of church and state. You know that again, it was well. You obviously have opened the door for this. So, you know, we want to exercise our religious freedoms, you know, just as you are. Yes, you are. Yeah. And so for the after school Satan club, really all it is, you know, we're not, we're not proselytizing to the children and we're not teaching them Satanism. No, you know, we're, we're teaching them, you know, kind of the fundamentals of what we believe. So, you know, basic critical thinking, problem solving, creative expression, you know, science, um, stuff like that, where, you know, these are these are you know, kind of, useful things. Huh? <laughs> I said useful things. <laughs> useful things that you know, obviously, as Satanists, we you know we feel very deeply about, but they're not they're not just religious. It's not just from a religious point of view. Yeah. And so we're teaching. You know, what we want to do is teach these kids things that are applicable to their lives at every step of the way throughout their life in any application and whether or not they're they're satanists or not i mean we're not 
excluding kids who are, you know, Christian kids can come to the group, atheist kids, Satanist kids, you know, you know, and wherever they fall in between, they're more than welcome to participate in these clubs because we're not trying to convert anybody, you know? Well, and for people to understand at the basic level, what a Satanist is, 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 well, God damn it. There are so many things that, that get brought up whenever you say, yes, I'm a, I'm a member of the satanic temple. It'd be like, Oh man, you're, yeah. you're, you're a supporter of Satan. Like, n- no, <laughs> I don't think he exists. <laughs> and so for me as an anti-theist, you know, I hate all theistic religions. I hate them all. I think the world would be better off without them because it causes a lot of people to live by shitty rules that, and the, the shitty beliefs that, you know, are just unfounded. I don't have a problem with non-theistic religions, which is why I'm a supporter of the Satanic Temple. I'm a member of it. And why, you know, even with, uh, you know, just the, the simple Buddhism, not the, not the really fucking hardcore Buddhists, you know, I don't have a problem with them. The, actually, I kind of have a problem with that because they, they're teaching that a guy reached enlightenment, <laughs> you know, sitting under a fucking tree. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's, anyway, sorry. it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, mm-hmm. to walk this tightrope where you're an anti-theist, but at the same time, a lot of people think that anti-theist is uh, someone that hates all religion. Like, no, there's some that work really well for the world. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. the satan- satanic temple is one of the few that I actually support. So, yeah, well, I mean, when we're when we're talking about religion, you know, we so we get that we, we do uh, we we get the um, we get that argument all the time of well, you don't believe in a literal Satan, you don't worship a deity known as Satan, so how could you be a religion? And so, you know, what we, what we would say to that, you know, essentially is, you know, religion. Deeply held beliefs. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's part beliefs. of it, yeah. So when you think about religion, if you take the, if you take the um, supernatural aspect of it, you know, religion provides that, that sense of identity, uh, that culture, the community, um, those shared values. And it's, yeah. you know, body of symbolism and religious practice, essentially. And so... It, it provides that narrative structure by which we contextualize um, our lives and work. So yeah. because of that, we feel very much that, you know, we provide everything. I mean, we are just as legitimate of a religion as, you know, anybody else, you know, say the Christian faith. And so, you know, if you allow the term religion, if you, if you allow religion to be defined by the superstitious, then you are saying that only they are entitled to those privileges and exemptions that are allotted to us under the constitution. Because really when it comes to a religion, we're talking about, you know, not only the practice, but those privileges and exemptions that are allotted to us, um, you know, in, you know, in our practice and what we can do as religion, you know, um, as a religion. So If you allow them to be the ones that define what a religion is, then mm-hmm. that can lead to that encroachment of their beliefs, morals, um, and restrictions upon those who don't identify as such, you know, because if they're going to be the ones that hold on to that definition, then, you know, it, it, it's, that's kind of the rabbit hole that you go down. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, um, that's why we feel very much that, you know, even though we're atheistic Satanists, you know, we identify with that figure of Satan. Satan, um, you know, is that that figure that represents that eternal rebel opposing arbitrary authority. And, you know, he very much, rep- or he, um, you know, Satan represents, 
you know, that, you know, defiance, independence, wisdom, and self-empowerment yeah. and everything that goes along with it. So, well, and as I've, as I've gone into my atheism, anti-theism and all the fun stuff that that's come with that, when you go back and you look at the Bible, you know, mm. the, especially old Testament kind of stuff, and you read this, read the character of Satan in those. He's the good we, guy. Yeah. He is really <laughs> the good guy. I mean, there's somebody that made a, a great, like, infographic video where it talks about the deaths in the Bible versus, like, God versus Satan, who killed who. Yeah. And, like, God's number just keeps ticking up at an amazing fucking <laughs> rapid rate. And Satan, yeah. like, goes blink, like, one. Like, I think he's got a grand total of three or something like that. <laughs> yeah. His, you, you don't hear his, about, you don't hear about Satan sending, like, she bears to kill 40 kids, you know? No. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, his major crimes. Satan's major crimes were, Giving what, giving, what was it? Knowledge, knowledge, the gift of knowledge. knowledge, knowledge. Good and evil. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a bad thing, oh. apparently. No, I want you to live in ignorance. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did he do? Oh yeah, he tried to feed the guy who was uh, starving himself to death in the desert in the for desert, yeah. what, like thirty days. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I got you some need- sausage. <laughs> yeah. You you need to eat something, man. <laughs> so anyway, um. To, to get back kind of on point where we're talking about here, uh, what's the one thing that you wish people would know before assuming what someone in the, the what someone who's a member of the Satanic Temple believes in? Um, I would hope they just wouldn't assume anything and, and actually be open to listening to what I have to say. I mean, it it's, you know, I don't expect, you know, I say I'm a Satanist, I'm with the Satanic Temple. I don't expect people to know anything about it prior to asking me the question what would be nice would be to have the ability to say this is who i am this is what i believe and them having an open open enough in my mind to say okay well that's you know to actually listen to the words and not just hear satan and nothing else yeah and unfortunately there's a lot of people they hear the word satan they're like i'm done i'm out Nope. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just else. from yeah. I mean, it's not just from you know re- religious upbringing. I mean, you know, people's idea of Satanism. You know, a lot of the bad stuff when it comes to this idea that we're a bunch of you know child sacrificers. <laughs> and there's this whole conspiracy. You know, like Illuminati type shit. I Thanks, mean, that Anton Xander be- Levey. Fucking thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I know he didn't, re- but I'm just saying that yeah. he. He made the fucking black masses and shit like that. Well, he didn't make them. Not, but he he, well, he popularized them in the late, what, 70s, I think. So, yeah, Church of Satan was established back in the 60s. Yeah. And so... Um, his Which you guys are not. You're not the Church of Satan. <laughs> no, we are, we are I, not. I would, I would hope people listening to this would know the difference already. <laughs> Yeah, I could go into it, but we're we're very much mm-hmm. not Church of Satan. The only the only um the only thing that we share in common is that we don't we're not literal devil worshippers. So the Church yeah. of Satan, uh founded by Anton LaVey back in the sixties, um, you know, he's the one that wrote the Satanic Bible, which everyone you know, everyone I'm sure is familiar with, uh Satanic Witch, stuff like that. Um are you know the only thing we have in common really is that we're we're um you know atheistic so they 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 also use satan as a literary metaphor as well mm-hmm. they don't worship a, a literal satan uh but there's also everything else that's completely different about us um and you know they people can look it up it's i mean it's all there online i mean we've yeah. got 
got our website. They've mm-hmm. got their website. People can go and look that up on, on their own. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, when it, when it comes to, you know, Church of Satan did not propagate that idea of, you know, the, you know, the, the children sacrificing the abuse, everything like that. It was no, actually, no, no, that was the, that was the, the satanic panic that did that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of the eighties and nineties, and uh, thanks, mom really and dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was funny because I I have fairly young parents because we all everyone in my family likes to reproduce at the age of twelve, so <laughs> <laughs> they were they were growing up kind of in the shadow of that as well of the satanic panic. So obviously, when my satanism came up, that's that's what they remembered. They, they uh, my mother actually did bring that up. She's like, well, I remember. God, like the, you know, the McMartin's preschool case, blah, blah, blah. And so like she, she, you know, it was very, it, it, mm. it was so ingrained in her that that was a real thing because of the media frenzy at the time that that still stuck with her. So, yeah. you know, that's, so a lot of the flack we get from people that still believe that that's a lot of where that came from. And so, you know, the difference is, is that, you know, people like my mom who's willing to listen to, you know, what I have to say about it. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense, blah, blah, blah. And then there are others who don't care. So I'm just pissed off because I missed out, missed out on so many great metal bands <laughs> yeah. because of my parents. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's get to the lightning round. Uh, but first, I need to reiterate the the fun little story about how my Family noticed that we became friends on Facebook, Shalise. Oh, that, yeah. that was kind of yes. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where mother-in-law is a strict Mormon and uh grandmother is a she's a she's not a like she's not a hardcore Christian, but she's a very much a God believer kind of thing. And yeah. so when they found out we became friends on Facebook, they were like they went to my wife. Like before they even came to me with anything, they're like they went to my wife and they're like Hey, uh, you know, your husband has become friends with someone who's in the satanic temple, you know, the chapter head. And I'm like, and my wife's like, what's this with you becoming friends with Satanists? I'm like, yeah, they're friends. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Satan. It's just <laughs> people that, that live by good, good standards and rules. Oh, okay. And she's like, well, my mother-in-law, my mom's being a real dick about this whole thing. And, <laughs> and so it just, it really made me laugh because she's, they, they were trying to insinuate that like, I'm going to lead my children down a path that they might never return from. And I'm like, have you guys even bothered to look up their website? I mean, have you even tried to, to understand who these people are? Yeah. No, of course no, not. No, Why course would not. They? they see Satan no. and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the buzzword. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just funny that they thought that that's the only way to save my kids from this doom is just to talk behind my back. You know, the doom that there that was created by their God that can only be saved by their God <laughs> <laughs> because of his shitty creation. So mm-hmm. I just thought it was really funny that like none of them still none of them have come up to me at all about this whole thing. And they're still they like, haven't just talked being, to you personally about no, it. No, not a single word. They've just oh, gone man. through my wife and I'm like, yeah, you passive aggressive bastards. Don't even try to like don't even try to have a conversation about this thing. Yeah, uh, that's family noticed. for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I noticed about the culture here: very passive aggressive. So, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, you don't, you don't have pass- issues like in uh, Arizona or Texas where lives could possibly end any day, really, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some of the stuff we they get. So. so- Lightning round. Uh, let's see. I, we, we've already gone over a couple of these already. So, where are you from, Shalise? Um, I was born here, and I uh, did some moving around. So between here and I, my second home is uh, Oregon. So, but I'm I'm primarily lucky. <laughs> uh, let's farm. see. Uh, one of my questions: Have you ever been to our fair state? Yes, you live here now. Uh, <laughs> atheist all your life or later in life? 
Um, I consider I started considering myself an atheist when I was uh, fourteen years old. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So not That's, not all my life. Obviously, I was raised in the religion, and as a mm-hmm. kid, even all of it. But by the time well, I was fourteen, I was I was I was done with it and considered myself. An as atheist. much as I'm pissed so, off at my parents yeah. for doing that to me and raising me in religion and all that stuff, I also realize that it gives me kind of a leg up on the people that were never religious mm-hmm. when yeah, it comes well, to combating the shit. So, well, I'm not mad at my folks about it because they, they, they're the kind of, they're the kind of Christians that other Christians should, should aspire to yeah. because they're, they, they truly have that. I, they truly have that attitude of just like, you know, this is what we believe in. And if you don't, that's totally fine too. I mean, obviously the, the, the atheism and then the eventual Satanism, I mean, it, Kind of, it, it was shocking, and they were very uneasy about it. But at the same time, I didn't get the hateful emails, and I didn't get the um, the, the disownment and everything like that. They were willing to take the time to learn. So you know, and and I think that they they kind of raised me to be the same way, like non judgmental, yeah. always just hearing someone out, even if you think they're batshit crazy, like you know, stuff like that. So I'm not mad about it. it just, no. Okay, so what about what's what about what's your favorite booze or beer that you might have? Oh man, so there's so many to choose from, especially in this state. And people might think that, and I bring this up only for people that might be listening outside of Utah. Um, a lot of people think that you know we do have weird, crazy liquor laws in the state. We do, but we do, it's not as different as as some other places out there. But at the same time, we've got some amazing booze in this state. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously, High West Distillery is some of the yes. best to be. Um, I also really love uh, the Wasatch uh, Wasatch beer. I mean, you can't really go wrong with them. Um, I'm loving I'm loving their pumpkin beer right now. Oh. I, Which one? The the blackjack or the? No, I'm blackjack. I mean, the the or blackjack is, is okay, but yeah. I prefer having because what I do is I do the 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 black and tans. Oh, but okay. I use their regular pumpkin beer as the as the tan part, and then you put Guinness on top. Um, so that's hmm. my favorite. But um, God, there's so many. There's so many in Denver as well. There's a lot of good Denver uh, breweries yeah. that I'm in love with. So yeah, but, Epic yeah, moved to Denver. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> so they're yeah. a Denver brewery now, not a fucking Utah brewery anymore, which mm-hmm. makes me really sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So last question I have for you here: What's the most tooth grinding thing that people of faith do? Oh, uh, like, they oh, uh, fucking knock it off. <laughs> they encroach on other people's uh, freedom of expression. Good answer. Good answer. Very that'd good. Get, answer. That'd get you forty points on the uh, family feud right there. <laughs> <laughs> the survey says, "Man, she's a hell of an interview. I uh, can't wait to get her back on in 2017. It's going to be a good time." Though I have to give thanks real quick to Robert Otto. Luis Cruz, Danny Lopez, Celia Gray, and everybody else who sent us in suggestions for what we should do for the show this week, especially with it being a clip show. I wanted to put it out there to the fans to see which ones they liked. Uh, But unfortunately, this next one is all me because I'm greedy as fuck when it comes to producing this show. So I can't give you guys a clip show without including a Jim Baker clip. And this one by far is one of my favorites where they talk about how the buckets make wonderful furniture. Here we go. I think he's becoming my quickly becoming my favorite because you could tell how much of a bull. I mean, we've always known that he's a bullshit artist, Jim Baker, but it's it's just almost becoming painfully self aware. And the hawking is end of the world food product. It is, and, <laughs> and like every time, every time I do like the YouTube clips for the show, now it's like 
something something Jim Baker said, buy my buckets of shit. And it's just like, <laughs> and, so, and this literally is like a commercial for him saying, buy my buckets. So hang on, here we go. You're taking care mm-hmm. of your family. You can stack them in your garage. You can yeah. put them in the basement. You can put them under your bed. Yeah, I mean, in your closet, anywhere that you have space out. for it. Get creative and start yeah. stacking these in your home, keeping this food in your home accessible to you and your family. Yeah. One of the things we've done around... Well, first of all, he's he's got these giant, like, <laughs> five-gallon buckets, like like the, the kind of work buckets you see at, like, Home Depot that are, like, $2. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put them under your bed. I'm like, my bed barely has a pillow space underneath it. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to fit. Like, maybe if I take all the powder out and pour it under the bed, maybe it'll work. But, you know, I don't know. Get creative. Get creative. Why don't you just build your house out of the bucket? Oh, you haven't heard the rest of it yet. You haven't heard the rest of this yet. And then you can eat your house. Eat your house. Hang on. (laughs) We stick them under coffee tables Mm -hmm. and end tables. You just stack them up. And then put a cloth over them, yeah, or or get a, a piece of <laughs> a, you know cardboard or, or a piece of plywood, mm-hmm. and you make a top, and then you just stack this food. You could have your whole living room with end tables and coffee tables made out of food buckets. <laughs> <laughs> if if you really want to go for that redneck chic, <laughs> you, I. I I need to get the the other computer set up so I can screen share this so we can actually see the video. But it's they're pulling like these blue like fabric cloths off of this, and you see these giant white buckets with the yellow label that have a red lid on top of it. And they stacked a whole bunch of them in front of like their the, like the show couch where they have everybody sitting around. It's like yeah, we make this a big table for everybody to our buckets of shit are underneath everything, and there's like one where they pulled up. Like the end table was up like four buckets next to each other, and they put a piece of cardboard on top of it with a blue tarp over it. <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's just, just do it. Yeah. You and know, then after that year as well, what? to the Middle East, you'll be sending 600 days of food. So that's three years of food for you and 600 days to the Middle East. Now, if you. To the Middle East in general. The Middle East. Just in general, the Middle East. Nowhere specific. Just the Middle East. I've read so many stories of people like trying these recipes and trying this food and everything. And it sounds like to me a lot of like this is the typical freeze dried shit that you can get at any camping store. And who knows? Maybe it's not that terrible because I mean, fuck, I eat Kraft macaroni and cheese and that's made of more chemicals than I can pronounce. Probably (laughs) that doesn't make it necessarily bad, but it just doesn't qualify as like whole food. It's not like fresh food. (laughs) It's no. It's survival food. Yeah. But, you know, you can make a couch out of it. <laughs> I built my porch out of buckets of food. And I, then I put my bucket couch on my bucket porch. I use my buckets to hold my trailer up. It just does a really <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the same guy who paid more than a quarter million dollars to a woman who who he raped and then was sent to prison for uh, accounting regular irregularities, embezzlement. Yeah. I mean, he was he was selling lifetime memberships to people uh, to go and stay in luxury hotels that he he only ever built one hotel, nowhere near enough to accommodate all the people that he had sold these things to. I mean, he the guy's a fucking shyster, and we we see this <laughs> constantly with these right wing apologist assets and everything with the, all of these televangelists that you have. You have Jim Baker right now, but like we have people like. Um, his wife Tammy Faye at the time was well known because she cried and had the mascara going everywhere. 
but you've got um you've got a bunch of other people that are just as bad like like you had jimmy swagger that you know i've sinned against you lord you know it's like a constant uh who was the one that got caught with the uh and i'm not judging on him for it but he had like the uh the gay hooker that he had with him in the hotel and he was like doing meth <laughs> with him for like a five-day bender i can't remember the fucking guy's name because uh, i can't remember his name i don't know I don't I can know. picture his but face. He's the guy that oh. he's the guy that Richard Dawkins talked to on the interview, where he's like, he wouldn't have him in his office for he like actually kicked Richard Dawkins out of his office because he was talking about evolution with him. And uh, damn it, I can't remember his name. Somebody's screaming at their iPod right now or whatever device they're using. Just <laughs> Ted Haggard. Ted Haggard. There you go. Hey, there it is. And it's just it's I it's a say, that that does that could describe any one of them really. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait for them to catch Joel Osteen doing something. I mean, you already see Creflo Dollar and all these other people doing horrible shit. It's just... <laughs> it's horrible. Osteen's I, way too pure. Oh, yeah. He's too much yeah. of a Tony Robbins Christian. He's not really... He's got He's got some shit going on. You know it. Yeah, but his wife is into the same shit, so it's no problem. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, did he have anything more to say? I think he might have a second or two. Can't do this whole year. Mm-hmm. Over here, we have a half a year. Nope. So, nope. <laughs> you, it just gets sent to somewhere random Middle East. <laughs> I just love Jeez. how they say, it just goes <laughs> to the Middle East. It's like, you know there's a <laughs> lot of fucking countries over there. You know, <laughs> we, we think, because we look at the, the usual map that you see from, from the... Uh, textbooks and everything you think that the middle east is like this little rinky dink portion of like the world like no it's actually oh, it's it's pretty goddamn big man saudi arabia is a big fucking country yeah it is iran is a big country <laughs> they're probably just dropping these buckets out of a plane <laughs> they just they like fly around and just toss buckets out well you know it's amazing you you strap a fuse up you strap because... a fuse to it and it becomes a hellfire so <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that Jim Baker's run, Jim Baker's running the fucking drone program. It sticks to you like na- <laughs> napalm when it fucking explodes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Skin's melting off of people. There's that Vietnam picture of the person running with napalm on. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to bring it down here. Sorry, we're going to move Aww. on to something else. I know, like I don't know when to stop. I I talk about <laughs> too much. In case you didn't know. And you may be wondering who that was that was the guest on that clip. That's the wonderfully sultry voice of Dan Ellis. One of the hosts of uh, The Godless Revolution. We had Ryan on an earlier clip. But we're going to move on to one of the clips that made me a little bit uncomfortable. And I heard from some people that they enjoyed this one. I don't know why. But it's the one where I lose my cool when I'm arguing with Felicia about something. So... Going back to 07, we lost the majority, and the new majority, Democrats, were pushing something called hate crimes. Where do you think he's going to go with this one, guys? (laughs) I'm going to go with blacks or gays. Blacks or gays for 500. I'm going to go with, well, Christians, why aren't we getting, why aren't people doing hate crimes again? I don't know. I haven't watched Oh, you don't get to guess. You already know the answer. No, I actually don't know the whole answer. I'm going to I take religious freedom as I can see you where this was going. And we were told, no, this will never affect churches. It'll never affect Christians. And we're going, you know, because Christianity, we know, 
is a religion of love. <laughs> Christianity is a religion of love. I love you so, so much, much. I'm going to fucking throw you off a building. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm going to shoot your uh, your church up. <laughs> uh, Depends on which dom- denomination. Such Christian which, love. Which domination? <laughs> which domination? <laughs> domination. I do oh, yeah. domination, but I I prefer domination. Like well, any other religion, right there. You know. And Jesus himself said, greater love than no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's what he did. <laughs> no, 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 no. By no. your own book, he was it, God. He cheated. He had the cheat codes. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> lay down his, 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 no. himself for his friends. What the fuck shit, bull fucking shit is that? That's not what he did. Yeah, no, the apostles no, were no, like, no. hurry, get out of here. He's like, no, I need to do this. <laughs> Yeah, what no, he bullshit. Did he just they, say to me? They killed him, and then they went after his friends, who all went, "Oh fuck no!" They noped the fuck out. Yeah, because they didn't want to get crucified. <laughs> Especially Paul. Oh yeah, fucking Paul. And yet, after all the belittling I've gotten. <laughs> It's Cry too easy, Louie. It's too fucking easy. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be so you wouldn't be belittled so hard if you weren't a dick. And if you weren't a fucking retard. Cry <laughs> me a river, darling. I've had people grab me in the workplace. That must have hurt. Oh, you know, in, <laughs> in the defense of everybody oh, laughing at my own stupid joke. Yeah. You probably shouldn't have worn the grab me t shirt. Oh, you mean my chef coat? Yeah, the one that said, you know, I'm grab me. You the know, one that said Harmons. No. The one, the one that said you were asking for it. Yeah, I didn't wear that. No, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry. I thought that. I'm. I'm sorry. I thought that was printed on all women's clothing. Oh. Yeah. yeah no, it's not. But and then going back then. Oh, you want to stand in the way of hate crimes? This this will stop all this hatefulness. No, it's going to be used against Christians. Let's stop it now. No. (laughs) No, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop hatefulness. What it's going to do is put the people away that use their use, whatever it is that they're trying to hate people about. It's going to put them away a lot longer than a normal person would go away for doing the same crime. No, it's just it's fucking punitive because it's necessary because apparently people just can't not be dicks. Yeah. And Republicans going, Louie, you're really overreacting. No, I can see where this was going. Maybe Supreme Court has said secular humanism is a religion. No, they haven't. I don't recall that ruling. No, they haven't. They haven't. They've said said that it falls under protection. They've said like like just Christian isn't like, I guess. It doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't. Like no, that's that's actually not like a thing. No, like like if you talk about a protected class, you have to be like I'm a Christian. Like, you have to be what, like okay, an I, <laughs> you can be like a non-denominational Christian or whatever. Yeah. But like if you just say you're a secular humanist, nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, not to use the label atheist. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why whenever I hear David Smalley, yeah, I'm putting fucking David Smalley from Dogma Debate on blast here because he always goes with the whole. He he always pre- prefaces it with everybody. Oh, I'm a I'm a secular humanist. I'm I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm like no. 
No, 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 no. David Silverman, come on. Come on, back me up here and be like, no, no, no you are an atheist. First and foremost, you are an atheist. <laughs> no, I, I actually have to give David Smalley a lot of credit here because he totally calls himself an atheist. He owns that label. Oh, I know. But when he's talking about how he he is the. No, he's simply talking about his moral, uh, his, his, I, I his conscientious, uh, his, he... his ethical guidelines. And I think that is perfectly acceptable to say that his ethical guidelines are a secular humanist because atheist isn't a secular, isn't a, an ethical guideline in the slightest. Oh, I know. No, I'm, I'm totally what I'm trying to say is that, that I've heard many, many times from him on his show mm -hmm. say that, you know, if you, if you want people to know what you believe and what, what informs people of who you are, you tell them you're a secular humanist. And I'm like, mm, mm, okay, I get how he's trying to do the middle of the road. Like, let's not shock the Christians into no, their... I disagree. Because mm. I don't tell people that atheist is what I believe. I don't believe anything atheistic. I get that. But what I'm trying to tell people here is that whenever you try to soften the word atheism by saying secular humanist, which they should not be comparable. Yes, yeah, I, I disagree, though. I don't think David Smalley is trying to soften the word atheist by saying secular humanist because... Um, to him, and at least from my understanding, it is not separable. Like, you are an atheist, you're a secular humanist, I'm also a feminist, I'm also uh, a pro-people uh, of color. Like, those things are not separable for me. No. And so, what, so when from people my ask hearing me when, from him talking to, like, when homeless people are like, oh, why are you doing all this stuff? Why are you helping us out? You know, oh, because I'm a secular humanist. That's accurate. I know, but the thing is that he is trying to use that as his label for for what he believes. Instead of saying Christian, he doesn't say he doesn't say Christian. He says secular humanist. He's not mm -hmm. saying atheist. Right. Normalize it. That's all I'm trying to say is normalize yeah, but, the fucking but, word yeah. because but there's a lot of people that are fucking scared of, of it. Word. But it's a misuse of the word atheist. When people, when no, I'm sorry, but what do you believe? What do you believe? That's atheist. And no, 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 yes, it's not. I, I believe well, there is there, no God. That's a belief. Because I don't believe there is no God. I'm pretty damn sure there is no God. But I don't have an active belief in that. Well, if you're talking about like the whole you know, burden of proof kind of thing, where we're going right. to tiptoe around well, that shit too, but I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not tiptoeing around shit. I'm, I'm not saying you. Sure. I know. <laughs> I'm attacking an asshole by the name of David Smalley. Quit defending yes. him. <laughs> I agree with his I, I agree with his usage of the words. Because I fucking hate it when people and are I like don't. moving on. No, it's amazing. Hundreds of hours of audio, and I think that's the first time I ever really like lost my shit doing this show. God damn it, Louis Gomert. I don't know what the problem was. Uh the next one is me giggling a little bit too loud because Alex Jones talks about fucking Thulsa Doom. And he pauses way too often. We got to hear what he has to say. This is Alex Jones talking about Hillary Clinton. So they just premeditated this with her in this Princess Leah goddess outfit, <laughs> aka Joseph Campbell, the archetypal goddess. But that's not what? Princess Leah there, ladies and gentlemen. That's more like Emperor pa Princess Leia in the fucking Star Wars. <laughs> canon. Yeah, Leah. Yeah. <laughs> Her name Pump is Leia. Pump the brakes, kid. You are invoking the Holy Trinity. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> we'll, let a lot, we'll let a lot of stuff go. Hey, she's responsible <laughs> for Alderaan, you know. My name isn't Felicia. <laughs> My name is Shaw. Uh, okay, not from, to Billy, from, not to not to Billy D. From from what I got from the original trilogy, you know, Leia <laughs> wasn't that great of a character, and that's because it was a sign of the times, and they always made her the damsel in distress, and I hate that shit, really fucking hate that. Right? But, I, but yeah, it was kind of cool how she's like. You, also, let's just like acknowledge her for what she is. Can we just accept Leia as a badass, please? She finally, is. I mean, she no, is she, once they finally fleshed is. it out more. I, yeah, it is. The oh, sad thank thing God is that it took. It, it took. It took Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, that's they what really it did. took. Oh, you know, man, fuck the you, she, Alex. The way she Let's felt. talk about that. Yeah, Alex Jones. Palpatine and drag. Oh, fuck you! He's just called her Prince what? Emperor Palpatine and drag. Oh, no! Fuck. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> he just done. Throws his mic down. He's like, "Fuck it! I'm done with this show." <laughs> And then she just, oh, oh, and then leans back, receiving it like out of some cult movie, false doom, and his marginal oh, power. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> he just went to false doom. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying over fuck here. Fuck you. I think I broke my microphone. Now, for you kids out there, you might not know who Thulsa Doom is. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was James Earl Jones in the original Conan movie. Conan the Barbarian. Oh, man. <laughs> He's comparing Hillary Clinton to Thulsa Doom. <laughs> Go forth, my children. The day of doom is at hand. Never says that. <laughs> Go out into the world and burn it with the great cleansing of Hillary and the great goddess. Cleanse the earth with blood, our sacred goddess of death, Kali. He's lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> I should have saved this for the patron show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I've never, re- gotta- I don't know. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't ever reached this point before, but I, I fucking hate you, Alex Jones, right now. <laughs> I, you, I, I, fuck you. Science fiction I- slash horror film where they're electing a, a cult demon, uh, antichrist, uh, Linda Blair, complete with, ah, 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 <laughs> I can't even do it. I can try to make the most evil smile I can, and I can't catch it when she leers down and goes. <laughs> this is what he does. And I'm not pausing it. He's fucking not talking right now. He's just like doing this whole hand gesticulation thing. We'll be back with our new Lord and Savior. Remember, we want to welcome our Lord and Savior, Barack Obama. <laughs> the members Amy Fox. Well, now this is even this is even more disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> that was a whole goddamn suitcase of nutbag. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> does it not? Does, 
I'm. This is not even funny anymore. <laughs> there are no uh, drugs for this. this. I'm no. <laughs> no. That's, no. I ran out of wine. I've run. I. If any of if any of you are friends or or know Alex Jones personally, please. Please he let him needs, know. needs help. <laughs> he needs, needs serious, Hit serious him. help. Hit him um, in the fucking face. <laughs> God damn it. Kick him in the fucking cunt. Yes. Yes. And he's. <laughs> Boom. By, 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 by that, I mean his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks rather cunty. He's flopsy. One person oh. the joke. One person. Oh my gosh. I I've never been at a loss for words when I'm doing this show. <laughs> um, oh, I, oh, oh. Just, that is the most ridiculous fucking clip I've ever played. <laughs> I fucking I can't fucking even I can't no, I can't no, show. No, yeah, yeah, on on a scale on a scale of um, on a scale of, of, of can't I I'm like, I can't even. I can't even. Okay. All right, folks. The last one I'm going to bring you tonight is a fan request for Kyle's rant that he did a number of weeks ago. Sorry if it's a little bit too recent for you guys, but this is the one where he's talking about you're not persecuted. You're just an asshole. And I think he's mainly talking Bill Maher. It's been a while since I've listened to this one, and I'm pretty sure I had one too many beers when I was recording that one. So when we get to like hour two, hour three of recording and everybody's liquor is flowing, I know how to hit stop and start and I know how to keep the show moving along. But sometimes what is said in between the, hey, we're back and the okay, and we're going to move on gets a little foggy sometimes. So bear with it. And uh, at the very end, I will catch you with our we'll see you till 2017 little joke. Probably not going to do something stupid like that. But uh, anyway, here's Kyle's rant. All right, welcome back, and this is the final segment of the show because we don't have interviews. It's just the three of us tonight, and honestly, that's when the show is 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 the best when it's just the outcasts. I mean, it's always good to have interviews and other people's like point of views and everything, but it's just fun because we're your friends. We're your. Hmm. We're, we're. I've heard from multiple people they like listening to the show because they feel like they're having a political discussion with buddies around the table and stuff. So, anyway, it's unfortunately no, it's actually fortunately time for rants on this episode and uh i don't have one written this week but kyle has one written oh i do and he's gonna get to it so i'm gonna i'm gonna yield the floor to kyle and here you go okay ah sorry hi america i'm just (laughs) i'm i'm sorry hello we're gonna have a little talk (laughs) 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 this is gonna be fun So we, as humans, we seem to have this insatiable urge to feel persecuted. And sometimes that feeling is completely valid, and sometimes it's overblown martyrdom, sometimes it's simple perception and self-fulfilling prophecy. Often the the perceived persecution is a device of your own making, You're not persecuted. You're just an asshole. So tonight, I want to address, (laughs) in particular, the atheist persecution complex. You're here. 
Mm. Now, before I before I dive in, some persecution does exist. I acknowledge that. I understand that. Absolutely. People have people have lost homes. They've lost families. They have lost jobs, and in some very extreme cases, people have lost lives. Mostly in third world countries, but many other people have lost them for a very, very varying degree of reasons. So this is not exclusive to us. So what I'm talking about here really is the the generalized persecution of a group of people, uh, specifically our group of people, atheists. And yes, that does include as agnostics and non-believers by definition. You're all atheists. So the, the catalyst for this here was a, a the recent interview with uh, Bill Maher and President Obama. Uh, I had a lot of issues with that interview. Uh, most of them come back to Bill Maher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I agree. I, I, Damn, I, I agree. I love, I love him as a comedian and an entertainer, but I, I cringe. I just from my toes to just cringe when he conducts any kind of an interview that's intended to be serious in any way because he he's not good at it but I mean, that's a very different rant uh, about journalism versus entertainment for another time <laughs> <laughs> but the the part i really want to kind of focus in on uh the part of the interview uh a lot of us, when we all heard Bill Maher was going to actually be able to sit down with uh, with President Obama, we were all waiting for the 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 topic of atheism and atheists to come up. Uh, so the the point I wanted to focus on where where Bill Maher confronted a sitting president about atheists in America and the way they're treated. It turned into kind of an absolute shit show for Bill Maher, though. Uh, but it starts out well enough. Uh, Bill Maher correctly points out how we as a group are underrepresented or just not represented at all in Congress. Right. It's, a, it's a great point. True, it's verifiable, and it's something that's addressable. But then he follows that up, basically shits all over his own point by saying that we're just not included in the basket of diversity. I mean, first off, atheists as a group are a very diverse group. Yeah. Entirely. <laughs> remarkably. So you can't really, it's just, mm, and it's a very stupid statement because it immediately sets the tone of persecution. <laughs> it's just entitled and privileged. Why aren't we treated like them, man? Why aren't we as special as all the historically special? <laughs> so then uh, President Barack Obama immediately questions and, and expresses his doubt that there is actually an active persecution of atheists. He actually says he doesn't, he doesn't see it. He doesn't think that there is active persecution of atheists in this country. That statement alone made a lot of people's heads explode. But he is absolutely right. Thank you. A minority of people treat atheists 
shitty. A vast minority. Yeah. In, yeah. In fact, it's just and, a very vocal yeah. minority is yeah. the problem. And, and a minority of atheists treat other people shitty. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Some people are shitty. Just look at the cesspool of YouTube atheism. Oh, God. Yeah. So, God damn it. Yeah. Simply because a Christian is an asshole to you doesn't mean you're being actively persecuted. Look, I'm being persecuted by a lot of groups of Christians. Just yeah. Like being a woman who says things. Right. So, but persecution, Shut up, woman. <laughs> the persecution on the scale that we're talking about here, it implies a systemic pattern that is per- pervasive in society. I don't see it. Yeah. There, the, today, there's active persecution against Muslims, yeah. Hispanics, Blacks, yeah. women, trans people, personal <laughs> color. Yeah. Trans people, gay especially people. trans, especially yes. gay trans people of color, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm sorry. Atheists don't really get to claim persecution here. No. Atheists claiming active persecution is though the rough equivalent of accusing the 17 year old kid at wendy's of intentionally and maliciously fucking up your hamburger because he <laughs> hates you no he's just a 17 year old dick that doesn't give a shit about you or your food that's it it's not persecution yeah it's not systemic like everybody else has to deal with it is right. mainly a one-off kind of thing yes i understand your guys' idea of persecution may not match up with mine, mm-hmm. but that's the thing, is that for the most part, people don't give a shit about your religion. And when right. they do, atheism as a movement is more of a proactive instead of a reactive. It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so getting, getting back to the president and yeah, what sorry. he was saying. So he, he then goes on to acknowledge that the only place he can actually see an active bias is in the field of politics. He does recognize that, and, and so do we, but it's something that we can fix. Um, come back to that in a second. So Barney pre- Frank. <laughs> President Obama uh, continues to say in this interview that he believes that the average American doesn't really care about the religious beliefs of other people. He, the average person just doesn't. And they we don't, should they don't. Yeah. And we should we should foster a, a culture in which people's religious beliefs, including atheists and agnostics, are respected. So rem- remember <laughs> remember that word, the, the respected word, because I'm gonna come back to that in a minute. The problem emerges, and he goes on to say the, the problems emerge with fundamentalism where you're not content to hold your own personal beliefs, but then insist that others share those beliefs and follow them. So that's something that applies to, to the religious and the atheist. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where your pro that's where the problems come in. Not everybody has to, has to agree with you. So to, to kind of paraphrase here, you're not persecuted because you're an atheist. Some people hold fundamentalist views, including atheists, and it causes problems for everyone. Everyone. Yep. So now, now coming back to what the president said about the beliefs of others being respected, in, in case you didn't actually hear the interview and the context of what he said, because I kind of paraphrased everything he said in a shitty way, 
because I didn't write down exact quotes and couldn't find a good transcript. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked before I like wrote this. I was like, oh, let me find a transcript. So I can get the exact quote right, but I couldn't find one. So go back and read the interview if you want to hear exactly what he said. So, but in case you didn't hear the quote, he's not referring to the respecting the belief, but the right to hold it. So it's the same thing that we talk about, you know, respect, respect the believer or the non-believer, not the belief or the non-belief. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't give a shit about your beliefs, but (laughs) Jesus Christ, Christ, every human being deserves a modicum of respect and dignity. yeah, and absolutely. Every person deserves to be listened to, you know, at every least at the one. very fucking least. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Welcome. I can make fun of you if I disregard your ridiculous ideals, yeah. but you at least <laughs> ha- deserve a platform. Right. So in conclusion, congratulations. You're a member of a group that is not actively persecuted, but does have a but does have a problem in politics with an active bias. Yeah. So uh, the question we have to ask is, how do we fix that? The, we, the only way we can really fix that is just by coming out of the closet, encouraging other people to come out of the closet. Normalizing atheism is really the only way to fix that. Yeah. Just, just don't be an asshole about it. If someone's shitty to you, then they're just kind of a shitty person. Let Aww. it go and move on. If they so, are actively challenging you, then engage them to the extent that you're comfortable. But honestly, you can walk yeah. away. But I yeah. like my pedantry. I love it. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can. And if we and if we actually encourage and 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 foster that that sense of it's okay. It doesn't make you good or bad to hold a certain set of beliefs. You know, you we judge people on what they do, not what they think. So if we can get to that point, the effect is that the biases that we see, particularly in politics with elected officials, will start to disappear. Yeah. There you're gonna see politicians that are not afraid to say that, oh yeah, I am an atheist, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's a non-issue. Which is all we're striving right. for. You know? Right. Yeah, atheism is a non-issue, and that's all mm-hmm. we give a shit about. Right. And right now, we, we know there, there have to be atheists in Congress, in the Senate. Definitely. Yeah. There, there have to be. Statistically, they're just, it's not, it's impossible that there is not. So they we just, just can't we, see it. Right. Problem. They can't say it. They can't say it because they think it's not okay to say it. Because they don't think that they will get supported. And also, it's so, not the same as being persecuted. So don't no, even go down that route. Not not no, it's not. No, it's not. So most of this, you know, what I'm trying to say is most of what you're seeing and feeling is kind of self-inflicted. Because we all spend so much time thinking that it's a problem. But it's not. Yeah. So fucking get over it. <laughs> And I'm not in any way, shape, or form victim blaming anybody who actually was treated in a very unfair and shitty yeah. This way. isn't a, this isn't oppression Olympics, so. right? It's not a, it's not an oppression Olympics. Yes, I know some people have had a hard time. Yep. Yeah. 
And that wraps it up, guys. Uh, it's been a wonderful 2016. As you can tell, audio has gotten better or worse in some parts of this. Uh, I made the jump to the new computer like in July. I'm still paying the fucker off. Uh, but we do it all for you guys. I, I really enjoy bringing you guys a show every single week. I, I love writing it. I love producing it. I love putting up the YouTube stuff. I love interacting with comments on Facebook, on Twitter. God damn it. This is a fun hobby. I love it to death. But sadly, this is the part where I'll have to say, I'll see you guys next year with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. And I'm not saying anybody else's sign out shit. You're going to catch a song right now. It's Guar. It's Ragnarok. I don't care what the hell you guys say. Nothing funny at the end. Have a good week. We'll see you. To die. For a chance. To sin. <laughs> That's the rub. For in that sleep of sin. What? Kingdoms may come. What of the limitless sex and violence in the wake of Ragnarok? Welcome to the slaughter. What are you going to do? What will be your epitaph when we get done with you? Are you going to cry for your mama? Are you going to have a good time? Are you gonna be a bohab when it's your turn to die? It all gets pretty crazy. Bedlam all around. Anarchy, chaos, rude streets in the Ragnarok party town. Your pain is just turning your brain. It is a burning, it's a sanitation, so why I? The final hours here, now grab your summer beer. You only came for one time. Around. Right around, right around, right around.
Yeah, I know I said nothing funny at the end. I don't have any jokes for you guys. Seriously, if you waited to the very end here, I appreciate it. Let me know. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. I want to know who got to this part of the video. Or should I say podcast? My bad. I fuck that up sometimes. It's weird being a dual personality. Didn't you know that? Anyway, this is X signing out for 2016. We'll catch you guys in 2017. Good night.